0: A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. You are listening to Fantasy
1: Brews. Hey everybody. (laughs) Uh, Another week, another new episode of Fantasy Brews, the podcast that wants to look out for the little guy and help them compete in their fantasy league. I am Kyle Gagnier, here with my co-host, Mike Heinisch. What is up? We are going to be drinking these beers for you, so please return the favors and have some beers for us. We are drinking
0: Boulevard Brewing Company Tank 7. I've never heard of this. Me neither. It looks looks cool. It's an American Saison Ale. I like Saisons. I've had a lot of good experiences in the past, so I figured we'd try it out. Careful, mine's overflowing.
1: Mm-hmm. I saw
0: a- the little bubble coming up as if, like, it we're crowning. It's it- a nice light.
1: Got a good amount of flavor to it. Oh not almost like at the end a hint of malty.
0: Yeah. I know Saisons can be kind of they're not like heavy, but they they have more, yeah. more of a body to them for sure. And we'll list off some stats for it's you. It's like if Miller Light <laughs> had flavor. There you go. That's a great comparison. <laughs> Eight and a half ABV, 38 IBUs. So it's it is a it's a good tasting beer.
1: So that's what we're drinking today. Please go follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Brewers Pod. We're very responsive there to anyone who has questions or anything of that sort. Go ahead and find us and tweet at us. I was yeah. pretty, I was pretty active today during work because I'm teaching the new guy how to run payroll. Yeah, and a lot of payroll is like sitting while it, the system runs some stuff. Yeah, and so I was just sitting there and I was just on Twitter and I was just finding stuff to reply to <laughs> and I was like talking to multiple people and just like commenting on a bunch of stuff and I was being as active as I could be and getting in some good discussions. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, so tweet us. We'll talk to you. We're there. Us person. Ooh, we're going. We're going up north this weekend for my fiance Jackie's birthday. I think she's gonna let us watch football. Her actual birthdays on Sunday, but like, Tom Brady plays Aaron Rodgers, so like, I had to like be like, I mean, I get it. This is your thirty first. You've had plenty. <laughs> what makes this one so special?
0: Let me know what the result is there, so I can determine if I end up coming or not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we'll
1: practice our podcasting um, abilities and drinking beers. Uh, by that I mean we're gonna talk football and drink beer. Makes sense to me. So happy birthday, Jackie. <laughs> happy birthday, Jackie! We'll get drunk for you. <laughs> Justin Tucker update: Yes, going for the fifth consecutive year, 141 points. This past Sunday, Justin made two field goals and three extra points, nine points on the day. 47 points on the year. On pace for 150.4, so like, slow down a little bit. Thank goodness he
0: missed that 61-yarder, right?
1: I know. I <laughs> would have really screwed it up so far this year. But. Too good, Justin. Well, they also won't be playing the Bengals every week. Well, That's that a was really a fair 28 point. 28-3. I'm good for you, Randy <laughs> Bullock. Shout out Randy Bullock for that field goal you got. You, you scored were, the only points for your team. You were talking about him the whole day. <laughs> Come on,
0: get one in. Yeah, Randy.
1: <laughs> You got one. That's all I care about. Didn't put up that goose egg. That's right. Keep it up, Tucker. Yeah, keep it up, Tuck. (laughs) Keep on tucking. I forgot to say anything. Tuck it and run. (laughs) No, kick it. Kick it. Rundown of our show. Starting off, as always, with some interesting facts and stats, followed up by the week five recap and some news updates. Then we'll be going to go over a few trades, that we've seen at the midseason, as well as give some trade advice, because a lot of people are in panic mode already in not fantasy it. and looking to improve their team. I'm in give up mode already <laughs> in my redraft league, so I don't even care. <laughs> I, I if as long as I don't lose the last couple games, that's all I care about. <laughs> Kyle's planning for week fourteen right now. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'll have Eckler.
0: I'll have Eckler back. It's not my fault. I lost like my two top players right off the bat. It's been tough with the you know higher rate of injuries, seemingly along with all the COVID stuff. You have to. Try to balance out to the best of your
1: ability. It's not like Dynasty where I can ride, my team still run steep and I can ha- handle the injuries. This right. was I got these guys and I'm screwed off the bat. Or at too least give up
0: mode is you know then like well try to acquire a few picks for next year sort of thing yeah. or something.
1: After that, of course, we're going to be bringing you our week six highs and lows as well as our prop lock of the week. Uh, I think uh, is Jackie Jackie stopping at some point? Just bring Mike's car back here because someone drank too much yesterday. At I, my house. I was coherent. I was, I
0: probably shouldn't have driven.
1: You, you and did. I didn't. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> She'll probably stop in and say something. Maybe she's got some scuttlebutt in her
0: bag. Some off-the-cuff scuttlebutt. Off-the-cuff.
1: But we're also going to be doing a few player comparisons and then round everything off with some Beru's clues.
0: Let's get
1: it. What do you have to inform me and improve my knowledge? <laughs> and there
0: you have the facts of life. The facts of life. This one is funny. So... Uh, Last week, The Moderator managed a game uh, between us and kind of just based on, you know, various little games from The Price is Right. So I did a little digging. I was curious if uh, maybe some NFL players have been contestants on The Price is Right. I saw Jack Black on there on TV the other day, although it might have been a uh, re-air or whatever. So I I didn't find that because right away I found that, I I think he's currently a a model still, but former NFL wide receiver Devin Gada has been a male model on the show of The Press is Right since October of 2018. So about two years now. <laughs> Please tell me there's more to this fact but that that's not it. Just just a little bit, not much more. But but yeah, he has been... Uh, he So he... Oh God. Okay, so he went to... He became the second best receiver in his college's history. I don't know if that's based on, probably like yards what or something. What was the college name? Slippery Rock University. Slippery Rock University. <laughs>
1: Slippery Rock,
0: Slippery Rock University. Oh man, uh, I could probably be a walk on there. I didn't bother to probably. <laughs> I didn't bother to see who else had come out of there or whatever. But I'll he, look it up. <laughs> so he was signed as a free agent wide receiver by the Baltimore Ravens. I couldn't find any NFL stats. I don't think he lasted very long. Uh, from what I could find, he suffered a hamstring injury pretty quickly, and then decided to end up, you know, turning his career to to a modeling career instead. I mean, he's a football player. A what former was football your player. guy's name again? His name is Devin Gada, G-A-D-A. He didn't even make this list. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried, like, multiple spots to find stats. I could not find stats. <laughs> and
1: nobody has ever come out of Slippery Rock. <laughs> I,
0: I, I don't know this for sure, but I'm pretty sure that he was signed as a free agent wide receiver by the Ravens, didn't play a snap in the actual NFL, suffered a hamstring injury maybe in practice or something. If you played a snap, he definitely, like, didn't catch any balls that I could find. And then he decided to pursue a modeling career instead of an NFL football career. And he's done, you know, a bunch of different things or whatever. His Instagram was pretty beefy, like a lot of football players. But yeah, he is now a male model on The Price is Right. The last episode he was in that, you know, that was aired most recently was on February 19th of this year. So I was, I was trying to see if, like, is he still on the show or not? I think he is. They probably just haven't <laughs> recorded a bit lately or something like that.
1: I'm trying so, yeah, to find anyone on. famous who came from that. The the only one I can... is Matt Adams, who is a baseball player for the St. Louis Cardinals.
0: Ah, interesting.
1: (laughs) But uh, according to this, the ranked top guy is Robert J. Stevens. He was a business person. (laughs) Coming out
0: of... He's retired now. He's like the top ranked graduate of Slippery Rock? Yep. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, he's 69 years old. Well, Devin... Lives in Mickey Sport,
1: Pennsylvania. Good on you, Robert. (laughs) Hopefully, Tevin Gada can crack the list. With He's not. I did not see him on this list. I don't. <laughs> we have to fact check. Maybe he this. really.
0: Uh, maybe he really shows up well as a model on on the prices rate right and, and cracks the the top ten.
1: Mine uh, mine's uh, seems relevant because of the trouble going on in San Francisco with the 49ers. Sure. Of course, Jimmy G came back from injury and got benched after throwing for seventy seven yards and two picks against the Dolphins. Ouch. Bathard got the snaps, but between those two and Nick Mullins, they all kind of have their moments where they shine. Just as much as they have their down moments, it's weird, like, especially with Garoppolo's injury two years ago. There are only two quarterbacks in NFL history that have thrown for 2,600 yards and 14 touchdowns in their first nine career starts.
0: Oh, I... Okay, I know Nick Mullins and Patrick Mahomes are on uh, Yeah, they're the
1: the only two. Nick Mullins (laughs) and Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) Mullins achieved this after his week three start. His only career starts... His only other career starts came in 2018 when Garoppolo got hurt. Yeah. But I mean, just give let Nick play, <laughs> unleash the Mullen. They got bench for Beathard, but he's putting up Patrick Mahomes numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody <Okay>. else <laughs> has ever done <laughs> it.
0: That's hilarious. Nice. That's but
1: uh, as far as like good trios in the NFL go, obviously there's you can barely name a trio a quarterback of quarterbacks, trio. <laughs> but
0: they're all decently good. Like at least for backing up, I'll throw in. Breeze Winston Hill. Because <laughs> Taysom Hill could do other stuff. And not really yeah. pass it very well. I yeah. think he has more receptions than pass attempts on his career or something you like know. that. I just,
1: re- I just remembered yesterday watching the game. Geno Smith is the backup to Russell Wilson. Oh, interesting. I just remember that. <laughs> I was like, oh, I remember that guy. He's been his backup for a while now. He's just so quiet. But yeah, that's mine. Uh, Nick Mullins is, is better than Patrick Mahomes, basically is what I'm saying. Better than? Uh, Yes. Okay. Here <laughs> it right in here, folks. So trade... Patrick Mullins for Nick Mullins. Straight up. I hope you're knowledgeable now. <laughs> Week 5 recap. Romeo Cronell gets his first win as interim head coach for the Texans. Also the oldest head coach ever in the NFL, which is now the oldest head coach ever in the NFL. to get a win. Yeah. Ah! 73? Romeo! 73? 73. Wow. Watson having his best game of the season so far. 359. Three touchdowns. Two picks. One of them was like a weird tipped one. That was, I was watching. That was a crazy pick. That's
0: right. I remember that.
1: Hearing all the stories that have been coming out about Bill O'Brien, I think that firing him helped the team so much. (laughs) So you like it. If if J.J. Watt is going to yell at you because you're doing your job terribly, like that saying something. J.J. Watt's a very nice guy. Yeah. And if the story of like him yelling at Bill O'Brien, obviously Bill O'Brien is a piece of garbage. He's
0: like a big cuddly teddy bear. I
1: think everyone was just so happy that he was gone (laughs) (laughs) and they're like, now we'll win. They were on a holdout. They were doing it on purpose. The Cardinals like him, though,
0: for that trade to get Hopkins.
1: Oh, yeah. Cardinals <laughs> were
0: like, he's our favorite. That's awesome.
1: Dolphins stunned the 49ers. forty three to 43-17. Wow. Fitzpatrick, 350 and three touchdowns. As I said before, Jimmy G got benched for Bethard. I, I, the Niners are just having a, a rough season, and they're not going to do much, but they'll be back in shape next year. It's
0: so weird. I
1: feel like they need to write this season off yeah. at this point. They're... They can't afford to keep hurting people. Tank for Trevor, right?
0: <laughs> it's too late for that. But
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with Jimmy G in the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still feel like he's he's definitely a starting quarterback still.
0: I would think so. If he, I wonder if he'll find his way back on the field this year. He probably will. If he doesn't, I think he's done. Or at least done around the 49ers.
1: Take him back to the Patriots.
0: They would probably want him. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: He did well. With, he had to step in there.
0: And he doesn't get COVID. Well, that's... <laughs> but funny. he did. He did do that's well. why there. the game got canceled. Familiar with the system with Bill Belichick and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Bill Belichick could go for another white quarterback that can't run.
0: Maybe Bill will try to get um, world-class quarterback Nick Mullins. He's very good. <laughs> <laughs> he, he almost won MVP. <laughs> he did. True. <laughs> I believe you.
1: <laughs> Tom Brady still thinks it's fourth down. <laughs> <laughs> to this day... Tampa Bay lost to the Bears by one point after Tom Brady thought it was only third down and made a risky throw instead of safely going for the first down. Him and Bruiserians were denying it. They said, oh, that Tom knew it was fourth down. No, come on. Did you watch? You, everyone on TV was watching.
0: Why and was he I holding loved, up a
1: four? I love Tom Brady and I, I he fucked up.
0: To me, it's one of those things you should just, you know, just own up and laugh at yourself and move on. And he did. You know, like...
1: He tweeted out. So LeBron James won his fourth NBA title just the other night with <laughs> okay. the Lakers. And... So, Tom Brady tweeted at him and said, oh, congratulations, LeBron James, winning your fourth title. And it was a picture of Tom with his four <laughs> up, and, but his face was replaced by LeBron James. So, it was Tom at the end of the game with the four. So, he's already poke fun that's, at himself. That's so. funny. And I know it's not good to think, but like, honestly, the first thing that came to mind when that, I was like, uh-oh, his brain's going.
0: Like, that's <laughs> oh, where no. I first went. I was like, Fuck I was just going to say, like, now I like, we know no, he's human. no, <laughs> it can't. He's, like, 43 or something. That'd exactly. Okay. <laughs> he's had so
1: many hits in his career. Yeah,
0: that's, that's a fair point.
1: Uh, he'll be okay. And I haven't seen him getting knocked around a good amount this
0: year. Like, he doesn't have a bad offensive line, but he doesn't have the best offensive yeah. line. Yeah. Some quick NBA scuttle but My wife, Natalie, showed me today on, I don't know where she was showing me, but... They they won that their rings right um, and on the bus back one of the players was like live streaming yeah and somebody else was commenting on the team he's like you guys left without me J, J. R Smith was live
1: streaming from the bus on their way back um, leaving the arena and I think it was uh it was I have no idea Cook or was it Quinn I don't I don't know who it was <laughs> Quinn Cook that turn around I'm name. not joking but he's like he's like hey you guys left me at the arena. <laughs> I don't know what happened afterwards. I, I assume he just got like a... Uh, somebody picked him up. But I, think I just that, won a ring. I have to
0: deal with this shit. Like, that was so funny. That's awesome.
1: Seattle versus Minnesota. I just put this on topic because that was a great game last night. I did not really see the
0: second half. It was my bad.
1: Game went back and forth throughout. Came down to a fourth down stop with two minutes left in the game. Cook was out. Madison got stuffed on fourth and one. Dang. Uh, Wilson took the Hawks 94 yards down the field to throw the game winner to DK Metcalf with 20 seconds left. Damn. And... And they had a lot of plays like down near the end zone, and Wilson looked at Metcalf for almost every one. Really, he threw it wow. towards Metcalf almost every time. Like he obviously, I mean, DK deserves it for sure. He's amazing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He's but obviously, he's killing. got
1: Russ. Russ is so comfortable because he's got so many targets. No one's doubting he's going to be like a best receiver, oh, one of the best receivers of all time.
0: Yeah, he definitely seems like it for sure.
1: He's he's ripped. He's he's muscular and he's got bones.
0: Just while we're talking about receivers blowing up, Chase Claypool was nuts. Oh my god. Oh man. I mean, I'm not trying to say four touchdowns, one rushing, but three receiving. Oh my goodness. That was crazy. If you started him for some reason, <laughs> you were happy. Oh. Natalie started him a dynasty because the rest of her team's hurt.
1: Well, and, I, <laughs> and my reasoning for this was okay. So they were playing um, the Eagles, who have Slay, and yes. that's that's it. <laughs> so Slay was on Juju, which yeah. let everyone else have a fucking day. <laughs> and it well, was Deontay no Johnson
0: got hurt, so he yeah. was gone. So it was Chase Claypool, and yeah, that was awesome. Um, Natalie, Natalie was sorry. We'll move on after this, but Natalie was not in the room for any of his four touchdowns. She was driving to your house for the first two. She was upstairs talking to Jess for the third one, and she was like just looking at her phone when the fourth one happened. She didn't realize.
1: Um, and the last one is just the Patriots Broncos game being moved to Week Six. After another Patriots positive test, but there are no new tests for Patriots as of Monday morning. Also, no new Titans positives.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: So that game should be going on Tuesday. We're recording on Monday. So, how'd they do? They won against the Bills? Awesome. Wow. Derrick Henry had 175 all purpose yards and three <laughs> touchdowns? Oh, man.
0: Oh, great. I love to see it. Really Thanks fun. for tuning in. You can trust that because you also think Nick Mil- Mullins Mil- Mil- is. No, no. Nah. MVP. MVP.
1: Moving on to a little bit of news updates. We'll let you know how week five AWACS affects week six and <laughs> on Uh Dak Prescott, obviously, suffering very gruesome ankle uh. injury, compound fracture, and dislocation of the right ankle. And he immediately had surgery that went very well. I think his surgery started before the game ended.
0: It seemed like it. Yeah, we <laughs> were getting updates about his surgery, kind of. and the, we're like, the game's not over yet." <laughs> it was. That was so bad, though. I mean, if if you're, you could probably find it online if you didn't see it. If you're, you know, queasy with that sort of thing, you're seeing an ankle snap. So we were all be around, watching.
1: and I was like paying attention. I watched. It. I was like, uh, "You guys might want to tune into yeah, this." This is pretty big.
0: Quiet. Uh, and he like. Obviously, the most painful thing is is the ankle, but it was so painful to like look at him. Like he was just—he yeah. knew right away he was so sad. He was crying on the field. He's gone through so much adversity. He—he he, and he's great. He's so good. And you know what really sucks for him is he never got that long-term contract. And I don't think that's like gone, you know, or whatever. I, you know, I, I hope he gets it. But this mm-hmm. is exactly why he wants it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's proven himself more than on, on multiple occasions to be able to to be worthy of it.
1: Obviously, Andy Dalton stock—he's no Nick
0: Mullins. Sorry. No. Anyways, <laughs> obviously,
1: any Dalton stock goes up. I don't know. Do they? Do they get someone else? Like, do they bring Haskins?
0: I'd be. Well, that's an interesting thought. I'd be. I just. I, I. I. know
1: McCarthy's past with Dalton-type quarterbacks, where I mean they don't really run around.
0: They need somebody. What for? Pretty much for this year. Yeah,
1: right? and I mean. Dalton fits McCarthy better than Prescott did, I think. I mean, Prescott's obviously good. I'm not right. saying anything about that. I'm saying as far as fitting your coach.
0: Dalton fits well in, in what McCarthy does, whereas when you have a quarterback like Dak, you need to change your scheme yes. a little bit. I don't know what they do. Yeah, I don't know if like I'm trying to think of... Oh, man. is it They're in first sign? place. <laughs> They're in first place. They are in first place. They're two and three. Kaep- that would be a great... They should totally sign Kaepernick. Yeah. Like, get him back in the league, that's gonna look good for them, which I guess is good. It's a business or whatever. He deserves to play, obviously, anyways. And he it could be like uh like okay, you play the rest of the year, and you know, that's it, but then he gets a chance to show NFL teams like, hey, fucking sign me. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe that's a thing.
1: Well, and I feel like it's kinda weird too bring in someone like Kaepernick who's not even on any like he's not he's just practicing on his own right now. But like at what it's you pick him up at this point, it's still gonna be a couple of weeks before you start because he's got to get everything down. Yeah. At that point, it's like, I mean, you're two and three. I get your whole, your whole division sucks. So if you can win that
0: division, like, like if 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 they can still win the division with some time of Kaepernick needing to get you know use the playbook and all that stuff, or whoever it is, or maybe no one. But like if, if yeah. they if they do sign a higher profile quarterback and they win the like they just have to beat that division to to make the playoffs, and that could be and there's the extra wild card too. I don't know if they'd be in the running for that. With uh, start, I don't but...
1: think anyone in their division will be up <laughs> yeah, for that. <laughs> I don't think Somehow so. they'll be the only I think division. the
0: winner is going to be the only
1: one in that division who takes the playoffs, and they could have a losing record.
0: Until the 49ers <laughs> lost so bad to the Dolphins, we were joking about that entire NFC West division yeah. making the playoffs, all four of them.
1: Devin Cook getting an MRI, but um, apparently it went well, whatever that means. Yeah, that's, what, the- that's where we're at update-wise. With the groin injury, he had Madison Stock shoots up Huge if Cook misses any time, like even if it's one week, Madison's worth starting for that yeah, 100%. week. He had hundred and twelve yard rushing game uh, after Cook left the other day, and like he's, and he's done that multiple
0: times in the past too. He's coming yeah. in relief, you know, for one reason or another, and he's looked great.
1: So Dripping you let there. us know. You got more news than we do currently while you're listening to this. <laughs>
0: so. Did just is Madison startable? And then the update we got was <laughs> that the MRI went well. But what does that mean? Like, the doctor performed the MRI without any complications. It, and it's, revealed, broken, like, <laughs> bro, it's broken, but the doctor knew right away. <laughs> it's very clear that your leg is missing, sir. Yeah, so I don't know what that means. We'll went we'll... really well. <laughs> but yeah, he did it well. That's great.
1: Dan Quinn was fired. Yeah. Started off season 0-5 after loss to the Panthers. Do they move on from Matt Ryan after this year?
0: Ooh. Maybe. I feel like they have to. New head coach. No touchdowns in the past two weeks. They're one Matt of Ryan. three teams that are winless. You know about the no touchdowns, right? Because he started on both weeks. Okay, but Daniel Jones <laughs> barely scored more. He got like eight points something. And they put up 37 points. And he got like... I made the wrong call so far starting Matt Ryan over Daniel Jones. But it was <laughs> not that bad of a wrong call. But Ryan Tannehill just has to go up and basically throw a touchdown <laughs> to make me have made the wrong decision.
1: Uh, if Matt Ryan plays... Very average for the rest of the season. I think he's done in Atlanta. If he doesn't somehow turn around and put up great numbers, he's done there.
0: Yeah, when you sometimes when you have a new head coach, they like to out with the old, yeah. with the new sort of thing, and and they're zero and
1: five. They could easily tank for Trevor Lawrence. and, yeah. and Trevor Lawrence, you give him two three years, and you keep some of your main guys, you got a team.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You got a young Calvin Ridley. You could try to Gage. trade Matt Ryan and Julio Jones for some value. You know, watch this, Matt Ryan. Goes to the Cowboys. I would hate that. <laughs> that'd be terrible. <laughs> I don't think they would make. I don't think they would trade away Matt Ryan midseason. I doubt that would. And I don't. I think mean, the I don't Cowboys know who would pay
1: Matt Ryan.
0: Yeah. Well, would you? Like, I guess I don't know what he's being paid right now. That's Too maybe, much. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know how that. I guess they would take on the contract. It's not like it would be a one year thing. What a dumb thing to say. Like,
1: yeah, fuck you, man. <laughs> Stupid idiot. Let's go over some midseason uh trades that happen and some trade advice, because some people are wondering what they're doing right now. They're like, oh, I don't know if I can rely on this guy still. Maybe this guy's done for the rest of the year. Like, he's not gonna put up great numbers anymore. We saw this trade, someone was given to us on Twitter by at Fantasy Fling. They they sent Jacobs, Kelsey, and Burrow for Lamar Jackson, Allen Robinson, Hawkinson, and Swift.
0: Do we know if is this Dynasty? Or? I don't
1: know, but I put a situ. I put notes on both. If it's gotcha. redraft or Dynasty, yeah, I,
0: I hadn't looked at this ahead of time, so I'm intentionally fresh, fresh minded.
1: Honestly, um, so. I think it's a pretty even trade.
0: You, let's talk. You want to redraft first? Sure. The well, main, main.
1: one one team's getting help at running back and tight end, the other at wide receiver and quarterback. So I feel like that's a pretty good. I can you can assume that the person giving away Jacobs, Kelsey, and Burrow. Has good running backs, right, and yeah. uh, at least a startable tight end,
0: and and maybe hurting a quarterback a little bit or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very team dependent. It seems
1: And it is, and it, if I had to choose one winner, who do you think? Who do you think won the if it in a redraft
0: in a redraft league? In, in a Honestly, vacuum, I think I have the
1: same answer for both.
0: I I want to in a redraft league. I want to lean towards the Jacobs side because of how much of a difference that running back makes. So I think, again, it, it, in a vacuum, you know, your team would – what your team makeup is definitely, you know, makes this different. But I, I'm – it's it's a very good trade. I, I think it's very – I think it's pretty even. You know, if it is for those needs, that's good. But I'm going to the Jacobs side so I can have, you know, a, a top tier, you know, potentially top five by the end of the season running back in Josh Jacobs.
1: See, I, I would choose Jackson Robinson, Hawkinson, Swift – because yeah, you give a, Jackson on Burrow is a huge upgrade. Obviously,
0: a huge win. You just night on stream. And and backs.
1: my thinking is he he's getting rid of Jacobs. He's got some support. Yeah, and he's going to be okay there. And you get a startable tight end in Hawkinson, and you get a decent improvement at wide receiver. I assume he, he I assume he's looking. He needs wide receiver. That must
0: be kind of the weakness. Yeah, because like I, I love the I love getting Lamar Jackson. I love getting Allen Robinson. Swift is somebody that you might be able to start a few weeks. Like you know, maybe that games. could be
1: come playoff time. Swift come in handy. Right? Yeah,
0: change. I would expect that to happen. I would expect him to kind of like really start to take the Lions' share of the workload on the Lions team. <laughs> and Hawkinson, I'm on the fence with. I mean, he's he's had great games and he's had some some pretty poor games as well. Uh, so far this year, he has scored in two of the games. Oh man, he has a Mike evans day of two catches for nine yards and a touchdown he's been okay he is five for 56 and one in week one 62 yards and then 53 yards with no touchdowns and then week four uh he was two of nine two four nine and one
1: well if it's redraft you approve a lot of quarterback which can help you huge on the year especially when there's like quarterbacks having up and down weeks left and right like you don't even it's hard to find a good it's hard to know who to start this year in Dynasty, you get a guy who's already established and young in Jackson, as well as a tight end who should be decently solid for a good couple of years.
0: Yeah.
1: And a running back who he's going to be worth a lot more next year than he will be this year in Swift. So in both, I see it's, – it's very even trade, I think, but I see Jackson, Robinson, Hawkins, and Swift with a – Slight, slight, very slight advantage. Yeah, but obviously it's situational based on your teams.
0: Very much so. So we yeah. have to
1: assume things. Then. Yeah, I think
0: in Dynasty I'm I'm closer to the Jackson side. I, I still would hate to lose Jake because I have him in Dynasty, and I've I, I don't know why I put him on the trade block the other day. I was to Raz Jake who traded away Mahomes, but I've gotten some offers for him, and I've been thinking about it. But I don't know I why I didn't f-
1: trade away Jackson.
0: Oh. And that's if why I would had had choose
1: between the two. I would have stuck with Mahomes because Mahomes, Mahomes will have Jackson. a longer yes. career for sure. Yes, hundred yes. percent.
0: I feel like Jackson will be like maybe a few more points over the course of less years. Well, this is the next trade
1: we're talking about.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. This trade
1: happened in our Dynasty League as soon as Dak went down. So that was common knowledge. Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes were traded for Dak Prescott, Chris Godwin, and a 2021 first. Who won the trade? So this one is interesting as well. I was talking to. uh... We know the details of this one, though. Yes. The team trading Mahomes also has Lamar Jackson right. and George Kittle. The team trading Dak has Big Ben, Teddy Bridgewater, also Hawkinson and Johnu Smith. Which so I don't really know why he made the trade. Yeah. My only assumption he's all in on winning this year because Big Ben or Teddy B can Big Ben is going to be startable for the rest of this year. He's putting he's doing well. Yeah. And he's got Hawkinson and John o. Smith. So I don't see why he needed to upgrade either. Like, you can deal it's without fair. Dak for the rest of the year when you've got other startable quarterbacks. Yeah. Teddy B, even, on, on Big Ben's bye, they already had that. So you don't even have to worry
0: about that. Yeah. But, yeah. I so I, I, I can only assume he's all in on this year. Yeah, and he he made some trades with the team, Brian's team, that's rebuilding, too, because he wants to win this year, too. So I think he's definitely chasing that. Obviously, Mahomes is an upgrade over Dak Prescott, even before the injury. Yeah, his, his rece- or his tight ends are interesting. I I I'm gonna quote Hawkinson again as just, you know, hit or miss right now at this moment. I think he can become tight ends just take a little while to develop. He's only in the start of his second year, but no, he I mean, Johnny Smith should be mostly startable. You obviously with Kelsey, kinda of like you were saying with the other trade, like now you don't have to worry about tight end. You can start the same person every week. Yeah. Aside from a bye. But I mean to Dak Prescott, I don't mind losing because you're getting Patrick Mahomes, but to lose Godwin and to and you give him a first round pick
1: basically for Kelsey. Because right. I see it, he the guy trading Patrick Mahomes traded him because he didn't want to choose between Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. He didn't, didn't, want he didn't solve week. anything. Next right. year, you got now you got to choose between Jackson and Prescott. You solved no, you that's solve nothing. That <laughs> nah. maybe maybe more trade bait later on. Well, yeah, but he's already had to deal with this. Now he's just I'm going to get Dak Prescott from
0: Jake. I swear to God, I'm getting Dak Prescott. I like Dak Prescott. And then the free well, and you also
1: started Matt Ryan the past two weeks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it I almost, Mahomes. I almost got Mahomes and oh, I guess I don't know if I was close but I wanted Mahomes and Kittle for Josh Jacobs there's more involved than just that
1: Yeah, I, um, I see it as a kind of unnecessary trade but the team getting Dak as the winner because it's basically Godwin and a first for Kelsey
0: yeah and again the context there is that he has the second best quarterback in Lamar Jackson and the second best tight end in Kittle uh, still on his team yeah, at least you could flex both tight ends, and but one of those quarterbacks is on your bench.
1: I still would have traded Jackson over Mahomes.
0: I would have too. I would. would I would have rather had the guy who literally signed a ten-year, five hundred million-dollar contract. But I mean, you could also argue now that he's got Lamar Jackson for the immediate, you know, and Dak Prescott maybe is that longer-term guy too. Uh, we'll put a few polls on Twitter and let see what you guys think of the trades. You got any trade
1: advice for people who are looking to shake up their team a little bit? Not really happy with how everything's settled.
0: Yeah, I did. Uh, I don't know. Did you come up with that? I have two notes I would share. But
1: if you've tanked so far, go ahead and make some riskier trades. If you, yep. if, and like, who cares? If you're zero and five or you're one and four, make a crazy trade and maybe it'll pay off. If you, if there is any chance of it paying off, go for it. Why not? What do you got to lose? You're zero and five.
0: Exactly. Yeah, you <laughs> might as well take the risk because you know it, the, the worst case scenario is you're still where you're at. But at yeah. least you tried something for sure. Yeah, I kind of noted at this point in the season, you can start to look at the, you know, probably sounds obvious, but make sure you're looking at the needs of the other teams too. You can't just fire off trades and and hope they go through. You need to look at like, oh, this team really needs an RB or they're struggling, you know, so far this year, and they might want to make that move. So just look at the teams in your league and see what they're doing. Some kind of neat, you know, thought is you can incorporate bye weeks as well. So to like kind of buy a free week. So for example, if I traded away Terry McLaurin and I got AJ Brown, i I don't have to worry about Terry's upcoming bye week. And AJ Brown has already had his bye week. So I kind of get a free week. So you could kind of do sideways trades uh, where you gain a week in that regard.
1: Also, if it, you're at that point, we're five weeks in, where if you got lucky enough and you drafted two quarterbacks who have been very solid this year, trade one off. I can guarantee there's at least one team that needs a quarterback.
0: And it's whoever owns Dak Prescott. I mean, look for that, right? Like, and but And if you say you got two
1: very solid quarterbacks from the draft... And it was worked out. Now you can now they prove themselves. You can send one off, and you can get something in return. You need a little help at running back. Yeah, go for it.
0: Yeah, and again, look for the team that needs a quarterback. Look for the team that's really struggling so far and wants to make one of those crazy trades. The other thing to do is is try to trade off of value as well. So, for example, I I wasn't really happy with Joe Mixon's uh, start of the season. Hit a great week four, and if you're like. If you were concerned about, like truly concerned about Joe Mixon, trading him after his three touchdown game is when you should trade him. That's when his value is the highest. So look for things like that. They didn't even get a touchdown this whole game. Yeah. (laughs) His past one. So, and then look for the opposite as well. So I love to quote this example. Uh, I don't forget, I don't remember exactly when I made this trade last year, but I traded for DeAndre Hopkins in Kyle's league. I think around week six. So he had, had a stellar week one. He had 111 yards for two t- and two touchdowns, but he didn't score again through the weeks two through six. He only had a high of 88 yards. But I know that like he's a better player than that, and he looked good and, and breaks weren't coming his way. So I traded somebody who was valued lower because he's had a poor uh, you know opening to the season, and I ended up winning that league. And DeAndre Hopkins was a big part of it. He became his normal self. The law of averages you know was applied. So look for things like that as well. I like to buy, like right now I'm trying to buy Julio Jones, for example.
1: My last bit of advice was to avoid trading running backs right, t- now. T- <laughs> right now. Right uh, <laughs> now, unless maybe you can stash Eckler for fancy playoff time. Like if you know you're going to make playoffs and you can, that person's got Eckler on their AR and they need a little help, go get Eckler, stash him until playoff time, and it could be huge.
0: I think it's a good, you know, you mentioned like looking for teams that are if you're a struggling team, make make a high profile trade and try to you know shake things up. If you're a team that's four and one or five and zero oh,
1: with Eckler or with and yeah, if you're like look that, ahead,
0: maybe you can get Nick Chubb or Eckler. You know, yeah, uh,
1: look for those guys on IR that you can afford to stash.
0: Yeah, absolutely, that,
1: that will be coming back.
0: Don't get complacent just because you're, you're you might be winning. See what you can do to you know improve your odds. You've down the stretch too. Find that
1: weeks and find that two and three team, and they're going to look for that help because they're obviously still in the running. Absolutely, and that's who you go after. Hell yeah. Trade advice. Trade advice. Trade advice. Trade advice. Advice for trades. Trade advice for trading. Moving on to our week six highs and lows. We're going to run through this decently quick. Um, You know what to look out for. We're always right because we're smart and we're cute. Let's jump into it. All right. uh, My week six high quarterback is Ben Roethlisberger from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Woo! Up against Cleveland, who has allowed the third most pass yards. Big Ben showed he has many weapons at wide receiver after that Claypool day. He's got 10 touchdowns and a pick in um, four games on the year. And I, I expect a classic Big Ben day this week. Back in those when you'd see him putting up 400, 500 yards. he This game, if this proved anything, it proved that he can pass to anyone and they, they'll put up numbers. And I feel like that's it's going to happen again. I mean, if anything, Juju's going to have a huge day. Again, because now they're like crap. Now we got to guard all these other guys who so can catch.
0: Maybe it's because I was seeing more of that game than I usually do, or something. But even James Washington was involved a lot as well. So he's he's got weapons for sure. If Deontay Johnson's back, that's a great like group of four. We don't really talk about like four wide receivers, and I, but that, that's a good squad to have.
1: I'm low on Tom Brady from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because they're playing Green Bay in Week Five, and I'm sure I'm sure I'm not saving that bad week six. game. Six, sorry, six. Yeah. I'm not saying he's going to have a bad game, but he's going to have a very basic game. There's probably a better option. He's going to be very average this game. Green Bay has been playing the same type of quarterbacks all year so far. Cousins, Stafford, Breeze, and Ryan. Yeah. They have yeah, not Brady. had any of those <laughs> like mobile quarterbacks that they've had to
0: get yet. I wonder how many quarterback rushing yards the Packers have given up. All well,
1: season. He's he's held all of them in check. The most fantasy points scored from a quarterback against the Packers is 22.76 by Cousins Wow. in week one where everyone was still getting warmed up and everything. Not right. to mention, Green Bay is coming off by week of rest, and they have not allowed over 400 total yards yet.
0: Dang. But, wow. I
1: mean, they're, they're, their first five weeks at least, I don't know what the last the rest of their schedule is really, but they face the same general type of quarterback. And It's a weird way of saying white.
0: <laughs> Wait, Wait, what?
1: Cousin Stafford Breeze Ryan Brady. <laughs> now they've got to play Phillip Rivers, and they got them all.
0: Oh, man, they, they play... They do play Philip Rivers a little later on, oh, but man. they have Deshaun Watson after the Bucks game.
1: But uh, I'm low on Tom Brady just because he he's gonna put together an average game. It's not gonna be terrible, but I'd say he's not gonna eclipse 20. I'd say I put him at maybe 20.
0: It's a maybe a lower. It, yeah, it could be it could be a rough outing for sure. I, I like I phrase it, like an average kind of you know he's not gonna blow up most likely, but he he probably won't like fuck your team either. Yeah. All right, uh, this week I am high on Josh Allen versus the Chiefs. Uh, just throwing this one out there, Josh Allen is, you know, somebody you should be starting every week anyways. But the Chiefs defense has actually slowed down passers pretty well so far. Uh, they did falter this past week in a divisional matchup against Derek Carr, who posted almost 25 fantasy points last week. And I think that trend is going to continue. Josh Allen has improved dramatically as a passer this year, which is the huh. main concern next year. Yeah, We haven't even talked about the, what's The Raiders are, uh, are they good? I, they beat the Chiefs, like they beat the so. Saints. Like They've been having a having a season. I'm confused by them a little bit. You know, I don't know if this correlates too much with the losses they have had, but they've been... The availability of those two rookie receivers, Ruggs and Brian Edwards, who I love Brian Edwards in a dynasty goal game. I I, I think those guys have missed some time. Like, Ruggs was back in the game this past week, and he got two touchdowns, didn't he, or something like that? Or maybe one... Big bomb touchdown or something. They they seem legit. And they they beat
1: the Chiefs. They lost to the Bills and the Patriots, baby. They beat the Panthers and Saints.
0: So I don't really know. That's Well, the two losses are against two pretty good teams. Like, the Patriots are doing okay, and Bill to Belichick just is always a threat. I think they're good. It seems like it. I mean, I know they just beat the Chiefs. I'm, I'm not going to say they're the best team in that division yet. I think the Chiefs still are, but, but I think they're second. And then Chargers and Broncos, I guess. Interesting. Go Raiders! Black hole. Yeah, so Josh Allen is going to continue this trend of having a good game against uh, a good pass defense in the Chiefs. Um, he's improved it a lot as a passer this year. Similar to how <laughs> we were hoping Lamar Jackson would take that. They're not going to know what that year. is. That's an aluminum can opening. <laughs> yeah, the rest of the the tank sevens need to be refrigerated more. But there we got some more out now. So and then Josh Allen can always run the ball too. So he's just going to keep doing what he's doing and have a good game against Kansas City. My low quarterback this week is Kirk Cousins versus the Atlanta Falcons. They are not a good defense. The Falcons, they're 0-5, the matchup is enticing. Justin Jefferson has emerged to be fucking crazy. But this is still a team that likes to run the ball when they can. If they end up getting a lead on the 0 5 Falcons, I think that's gonna you know turn the tide more towards the running back and the running game than it would Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins not being, you know, being my low guy doesn't mean that Adam Thielen or Justin Jefferson can go off and have a good game against the Falcons but I do think it's going to be one of the two of them so hopefully you choose correctly Jefferson <laughs> I guess he has been emerging uh, super super well and then additionally I uh, kind of you know we lightly talked about Madison earlier but you know if, if Dalvin Cook isn't there it doesn't really change anything for me Alexander Madison has not done anything in his entire career aside of showing that he's extremely capable in place of Dalvin Cook I think he'd be a starting running back on a lot of teams so I think this game could, I'm going to start him next year sure. if he if, if. Cook's out. I'm
1: starting him next week.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, the matchup is is genuinely great for it, and and I, mean, I don't think the Vikings are great, but they've definitely improved from the first few weeks in the season, you know. So it would seem, and if, if they get out against you know a, a winless team pretty early, look for Cook and, and even Matt. Even if Cook is there, I think Madison you know gets ten carries if, if that happens. So so yeah, low on Kirk Cousins. Uh, running backs. I'm high. I'm high on Jonathan Taylor from the Colts. All right, up
1: against the Bengals in week. Four. Six, five, six. I keep putting, six. I put five on every one of these. Well, it's, it's weird six. with the
0: schedule shifting now. Too, yeah, it's you great. Know?
1: Bengals giving up the second most rush yards. Taylor with one big game so far this year, but Rivers is struggling this year, and it's it's been long enough, and it's time to get the rookies fully involved. It's, yeah. it's week six. It's time for those rookies to start earning their paycheck. I expect, I, honestly, I expect another 100 yard rush game from Taylor in addition to a couple dump off catches since Rivers isn't good for much else anymore. So. <laughs> Fuck you, Philip Rivers. Uh, go Jonathan Taylor. Who's your low guy? <laughs> I am low on James Conner from the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: Me too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're going to do bad, Conner.
0: Do I have a lot of people in my low guys from that game in general? <laughs> uh,
1: playing the Cleveland Browns. The Browns are holding the run game, but not the pass game at all. Like, they're, they, can, they can control the run, but not the pass. They're game. like the anti-chiefs. Yeah. Big Ben has proved he's back in full form, and the ball is going to get passed a lot. Connor will do a decent amount, but I don't expect big numbers from him. He, 70 yards.
0: Yeah, he did okay <laughs> last week against the Eagles, but if he hadn't found his way into the end zone last week against the Eagles, it was not a good game. He, he I forget what he had. He, he was 50 or 60 yards oh, cumulative. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're 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 happy guy in the end zone. Not sure if that's going to happen against the Browns, who are a pretty good defense.
1: Honorable mention, I'm also low on Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Against Buffalo.
0: He's had some struggles. Tougher part of his schedule has, has kind of passed, but he's had some struggles for sure. Yeah, that, He opened they, up the season well. Yeah. And then not much since then. And that Chiefs team is like, like they're not bad or anything, obviously, but they're not the same Chiefs team that it seems they were last year. They seem a little off. Some yeah. off. All right. So my guys, I am high. Uh, well, you know my low guy, so I'll skip over that when I get to that point. James is my low guy. My high guy at running back this week is another rookie, Antonio Gibson, against the Giants. Uh, definitely a solid matchup. Kyle Allen is the starter uh, if he's healthy. Uh, that's been stated by uh, Gruden. So no worries of Alex Smith you know, starting this week unless it's a mid-switch or an injury. And Kyle Allen loves checking the ball down. So in my opinion, uh, the change in, in quarterback from Dwayne Haskins, I think it benefits Antonio Gibson more than anyone, including Terry McLaurin. Antonio Gibson has also started really you know, the last few weeks. to separated himself from the pack. Uh, he's seen a kind of general increase in snap percentage week by week. Yeah, he, he had the most uh, high snap percentage week two, but but it's been training upwards if you're looking at a line graph. So get him in your lineup. He's crazy. He's electric, and he's got a good matchup against the Giants.
1: Wide receivers, I am high on Kenny Galladay from the Detroit Lions up against the Jaguars. Uh, Jaguars let Brandon Cooks have his by far best week of the year mm-hmm. so far this past week. They just give up a little shit ton of pass yards, the Jags do. <laughs> Galladay is back and healthy and even... Off of a week of rest with the bye. So I expect, I ex- honestly expect Galladay and Jones Jr. to both have good days because you would like, you don't need to rely too much on your wide receiver number two when the Jags don't have anyone to cover your wide receiver number one. Yeah. <laughs> so I expect both of them to honestly have pretty good days.
0: It's going to be like, you know, throw to Galladay. Oh, he's not open this this time. So throw to Jones then. Oh, that one's open. <laughs> He'll be one.
1: <though>. <laughs> one of them will be open, and one they'll both score. Yeah, I can almost guarantee this. Like this is gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna stamp it. I just made an imaginary stamp. Well, I gotta craft it.
0: <laughs> You're a notary.
1: Yep. So this is legal. Um, going to dip it in ink, imaginary ink. Can I get your hand, please, sir? Yep. yep here you go. It's my stamp of Galladay and Jones Jr. both getting touchdowns this next week. You heard it here first.
0: Yeah, we or, actually or not unless he does another stuff. I know you have a low guy at receiver, but really, really I do. quickly. What is your opinion on Marvin Jones so far this year? Because I, I think he's he's got people worried. I think they're you know. I think he's a
1: better two than a one. He like yeah. he does better when Galladay's playing.
0: Yes, I because Galladay gets so
1: important. much attention. He does so much better, when, and I think that's his best value is
0: when Galladay's playing. Is Jones Junior is more open, obviously. I would expect him to see a little bit of an uptick in, in production because of that. I definitely agree. And then just you guys, you know, if you don't know, uh, if you don't remember, Marvin Jones, at least with his time on the lines, he's always kind of been like a hit or miss guy. So he's the kind of guy where you, you know, hopefully you're you putting him in your flex spot, or you know, whatever. And if he has a few, you know, he's gonna have a few duds, but he's gonna have a like he had multiple, he had multiple multi touchdown games last year. So
1: demote Matt Patricia. Don't fire him. <laughs>
0: demote him. Don't, don't freak out on Marvin Jones yet. Let him have a few bad games with Galladay back first.
1: Game. I am low on Tyler Boyd from Cincinnati Bengals. They're playing the Colts defense, the top Colts defense. Burrow's definitely slowed down after his week two and three performances where he really started to get it going. No touchdowns, one interception against the Ravens this past week with 183 yards. Ugh. Colts will probably shut him down as well, honestly. Probably going to be... A low-scoring game altogether. I mean, Colts and Bengals,
0: right? I don't. I don't want. I'm not gonna watch. Let's <laughs> be <yeah. laughs> We always have to choose. Like, all right, we can't. We can watch like five or we can watch six of the seven that are playing or something. That's uh, gonna be. And
1: I feel like this is the game that i I'll be okay not watching.
0: <laughs> I agree. I don't have too many pieces in it either.
1: Who you got at receivers?
0: My high receiver this week is Jamison Crowder against the Los Angeles Chargers. Missed a couple games, weeks two and three, but he's come back with a vengeance, asserting himself as one of, or or probably the only playable player on the team that is a football team for uh, New York, the New York Jets. He has, every game he's played this year, weeks one, four, and five, he has eclipsed 100 yards. He has not played a game this year, where he has less than 100 receiving yards, and he's scored uh, in two of those three weeks as well. He's a target monster. He's got 13 uh, targets in week one, and then 10 targets in each of the past two weeks. Matchup is a little tougher against the Chargers than some of the previous ones, but with somebody who's involved this much and is really you know the only legit option, you you have to start them. and bonus points if you're in half point or full point PBR leagues. You can't um, just give away bonus points at other people's leagues. Well, but you literally get points <laughs> for the catch, <laughs> so, so they're not bonus. <laughs> so regular points. <laughs> and, um, if you're in one of those leagues, he's just even more valuable. But even in a standard league, I you know I, you better have a good reason to not have him in you know at least your flex spot for sure. My low receiver this week is uh, a twofer. I well, not a twofer, but two weeks in a row I am uh, having OBJ uh, this week as my low receiver again. He didn't do so hot last again? week. He last week he was my low receiver as well. Didn't do so hot last week. He I think he played the yeah he played the Colts last week. He had 58 yards and no touchdown. He now plays the Steelers, so it's another tough matchup. Last week Baker played okay but not great, and this is another one of those divisional matchups that makes things a little less predictable. Feels like a lower scoring game to me. Maybe the, you know, if anything, I guess Pittsburgh is not too big lead if they can pass well enough or whatever. But yeah, I, I don't think OBJ is going to have, you know, one of those big you know, blow games this week in a tough against a tough uh, Steelers defense. So I would recommend trying to not start him.
1: Yeah, we're going to go to tight ends now. I was just looking at this. I was looking at, like, because I know my low guy last week was Ertz, yeah. which is rightfully so. He had one catch. What's going on with Ertz? So... I, I, get, I get Wentz is playing like garbage for the most part, but Ertz should at least be doing something. He's not doing anything. He's the only guy there, really.
0: Like, who's that Ferguson or whatever? F- Fulgham. Fulgham. Oh, Fulgram. yes, of course. Fulgram. Of course. He's the guy of the week for the Eagles. I, I've listened to, you know, other resources, uh, fantasy football stuff, and a lot, I'm hearing a lot of Ert's, like, like, he looks like he's not the same. Yeah, it's weird. Is he maybe hurt, you know, with something that he's playing through? Or is he just kind of... How old is he? He's 29? Yeah. He's not crazy old yet, but he's getting there for a, for a player in the NFL.
1: But I, I am high on for tight ends this next week is Mike Gesicki from the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Me too. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. They're playing the Denver Broncos, who have a lackluster banged up D. Gesicki with 91 yards and the win over the 49ers. Obviously, Fitzpatrick had a great game. And keep doing what works if you're 2-3 you're and three Dolphins somehow. Mm-hmm. Keep doing what works. They should have
0: earned two I, wins for that 49ers. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> I'm not
1: super high on Gasicki, but definitely seem as a suitable option. Like he, it worked. He had 91 yards, and you basically blew out the Niners. Do it again. Yeah. Don't change anything. Obviously, I I'm still upset we didn't see Tua. I but because Patrick, I don't get what he how he <laughs> keeps doing this. Yeah. But
0: <laughs> he's awesome. I love him so much.
1: Yeah, uh, Gasicki. What do you got about him?
0: Yeah, uh, Mike Kosicki, The matchup is okay. My high guy call is more to just provide you comfort. I, I think the I do think the Tua uh, swap is on the horizon. But remember, rookie quarterbacks or young quarterbacks, they really like to have that safety blanket, and it's usually in the form of a big tight end or maybe a pass catching running back. I actually looked up Miles Gaskin, Miles Gaskin's stats as the starting running back for the Dolphins, and he's an okay receiver. He does okay. He catches enough. He gets enough looks. But there's not really any substitution for a big bodied athletic tight end which is what Gesicki was drafted to be. So uh, I think the matchup is good. I think you, you can put him in your lineup. And then on top of that, if the quarterback change actually happens, I don't think it's going to, you know, that w- that's going to suck for Devontae Parker, that game that that happens. But I think it'll be okay, uh, you know, for Gesicki, even mid-game.
1: For tight ends, I'm low, on, I'm low on Austin Hooper from the Cleveland Browns. Playing Pittsburgh, don't get too caught up in him having his highest yardage in targets this past week. He also saw his lowest snap count percentage because Njoku. It's starting to come back. He's obviously going to be a huge factor immediately. It's not going to be a huge factor immediately after coming back, like in this first game. But his snaps will increase each week, and which will be increasingly taken away from Hoopers. Also not sure of the specifics, but Hooper only caught 5 of 10 targets. Not sure if they were like yeah. drops of bad passes. Maybe Mayfield trying to dump it off when he was in trouble or not, but he still only caught 50% of them thrown his way. And with that, and Joku, I don't get too high up on Hooper just because he had a decent week.
0: Makes sense to me. That That's my bad. tight ends. What's up your tight end? So my low uh, tight end this week is in the same game as yours, Eric Ebron against the Cleveland Browns. I looked at him and I was considering it too because, yeah. You don't say. I did. The Browns have actually been a pretty favorable matchup against tight ends so far in the year. They're averaging an allowance of seven receptions, uh, just under 69 yards and a full touchdown each week. How many yards? Uh, 68.8. Just under 69. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the Eagles... Whom Eric Ebron played last week are actually even a better matchup against tight end against the Browns, uh, or sorry, as opposed to the Browns, and Eric Ebron only pulled in five catches for forty three yards. He also lost a fumble, so I, I think Eric Ebron has a decent shot in the end zone in this matchup. Against Almost the lost Browns. two fumbles. Oh, really?
1: It was uh, it, it was, was called uh, incomplete.
0: <laughs> Eric Ebron, more like Eric, drop ball's gone. The
1: ball, Ron,
0: <laughs> Ron. Yeah, so, so I think he's a risky shot in this matchup. He's got a decent shot at the end zone against a, a team that isn't the greatest against tight end. But like a lot of tight ends this year, or tight ends in general, I, I think this week, especially for Ebron, is very much touchdown or bust. So I'm hoping you can find somebody better that's going to be a little more involved. If he gets the touchdown, you know, that's great, good for him. But if he doesn't, I think you're going to be disappointed.
1: Just run through quick defenses, because there's not too much to say about them. You know what a defense does. I'm, I'm high on the Chicago Bears against the Carolina Panthers. Bridgewater has been doing re- uh, decent recently, but hasn't had too tough of a challenge. His toughest challenge was in week two against the Bucks, where he had two picks and no touchdowns. Wow! So Bears D has been holding their own against some higher scoring, or at least what should be high scoring offenses. They've been holding their own. So I'm high on the Bears against the Panthers. And then I am low on the San Francisco 49ers up against the Rams. They The Niners have lost too many pieces. They're hurting and it's showing with that loss to the Dolphins, where they gave up 43 points. Now have to play the Rams, and Goff is putting up a fairly decent season. He's putting up some decent numbers. Right. Also, Akers should be more involved now that he's healthy and has some experience. He rushed for nine rushes for 61 yards this past week, which is pretty good for a rookie coming off an injury. He barely played this season so far. So <laughs> I, I see I see them getting him more involved, and he's a better. Uh, he's going to be a better option in the long run for them. Maybe not immediately, but still, each week he should be getting better and better.
0: So I'm low on the Niners. Defense. Defense. Nice. Uh, My my high defense is actually the same game. I'm high on the Rams against the 49ers this week. They've been a pretty solid defense the last few weeks. 13 points and 15 points against the Giants and football team, respectively. Pretty soft matchups there, which is nice. But the 49ers are struggling at offense with their injuries. They're currently in the middle of a quarterback crisis in the back of Jimmy Garoppolo's pair of picks. First half of last week's game. And I think the Rams-led Rams could come away with a few turnovers in this matchup. Just to kind of go along with that, I think this matchup will be a little bit lower scoring. I think you have some decent offenses. The Rams are a pretty decent offense. The are struggling. And I think you have some okay defenses as far as like the NFL is concerned. So I expect this game to be a little lower scoring, which means that you're not going to lose points for your Rams defense because the Fortnites are not going to put up a bunch of points against the Rams. My low defense of the week is the football team against the New York Giants. So the pitiful Giants offense actually put up 37 points against the Cowboys.
1: They have, so, the Cowboys have like the worst. Yeah, defense. just so you know
0: how bad the Cowboys <laughs> the defense Cowboys actually defense is, is horrible. I don't expect nearly as high a scoring of a matchup uh, in this in this matchup football team versus the Giants, but it's another divisional bout in, in an extremely embarrassingly. Open division in the <laughs> NFC East. If Dak,
1: if Dak played the full season, I could see it. They set a record for most points in the season, also most points allowed in the season.
0: That yeah, in the same so. season. What, it's I Too mean? bad they won't be able to get that. <laughs> uh, the NFC East as a whole, they are four fifteen and one is their record. Nice. Uh, so the division's wide open. Uh, anything could happen. The are worse plays out there than the uh, you know the football team against the Giants for sure. But the football team's defense has not done anything. They, they scored 19 points in week one against whoever the fuck they played. They scored six total points in the following uh, you know weeks, two to four, I guess. So don't start them against the Giants. Just find a better option. Those are our highs and lows. I've really got to go to the bathroom.
1: And I'm back. Hello. Mike's back
0: too. I just got back. And you know what, Mike? I'm very interested in what our Prop Lock of the Week is. Yes, Kyle. Our weekly Prop Lock of the Week sponsored by Thrive Fantasy. I want to be 30. 30 and blurdy and thriving. <laughs> if you don't recall, Thrive Fantasy is a fantasy props betting app that lets you choose an over or under on 10 of 20 notable players to try to win some money. If you choose an over or an under that is a little less likely, you might earn a few more points, giving you an edge. So every week we give you that guy that we think is a lock. And this week, our prop lock of the week is Mike Davis with an over or under of a half of a rushing touchdown against the Chicago Bears. The matchup is okay, but Mike Davis has literally scored a touchdown in every game in relief of Christian McCaffrey, who is not expected to suit up again uh, this week against the Bears. So go ahead and lock Mike Davis in as one of your 10 prop locks of the week. When you go ahead and go to Thrive Fantasy for this Sunday's matchups, when you sign up on Thrive Fantasy, make sure to use code Fantasy Brews, all one word, to get twenty dollars added to your account with your first deposit of twenty dollars. Good luck out there. What do you think, Kyle?
1: I'll definitely put my money on that
0: one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can't even tell me how to edit it.
0: No, definitely not. No idea. <laughs> Stupid idiot. Listeners.
1: Um, now that you gave us that live right now mm-hmm. i heard it because they're out already yep it's not monday uh we're gonna do some player comparisons we've done it before we did marvel and we did beers we drank so far now we're gonna do cars but not like specific cars like a ford escape that's what i drive i like it ford escape built for tough we're not very we're not car people <laughs> we're not
0: car people i can name three cars so I... we're not we're not gonna go with like maserati the specific lamborghini model you want we're 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 going just... with
1: types. <laughs> Like so, sports car. The first type is sports car. So you got to pick a player who is a sports car. <laughs> Do you want to start or should I start? Let's just go. Uh, like, it's, what, you see a sports car, it's it's flashy, it's expensive, it's fast, it's built for warm weather areas. Let's be yeah. practical. Okay. Uh, It always turns ahead and you, you always need the newest model.
0: Sure, sure. So younger.
1: Yeah, I, I pick Kyler Murray. Oh, okay. Cause he he's very flashy. He's fun to watch. He's fast. Uh, it's warm in Arizona. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he can be used year round. Top down, baby. Top down. And he's all he's also the newest model for his type of quarterback style. Yeah. And I feel like Kyler Murray is
0: a sports car. I went with Kyler Murray uh, for the Why? same reasons. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah we got one together. Yeah. Um, I did add this when I think of a sports car. What color do you think of? red hot rod red hot red and rod the cardinals might not be like hot rod, rod red but it's close enough yeah i have Kyler for the exact same reasons i thought of other options like lamar and stuff but that i, I had the same thought of like the young you know younger model which lamar's plenty young and the hot rod red sports car
1: nice i'm glad we were in green tonight because i i really like Kyler Murray. like he's yeah. one of my favorites right now oh i also put that sports cars are pretty like
0: small <laughs> yeah <in> <laughs> <laughs> that's very true <laughs>
1: I I I like Kyler Murray a lot. Um, I always pick a couple guys who I like become big fans of. Like I'm a huge fan of Derrick Henry. I love Zeke. Yeah. I love
0: Kyler Murray. Burrow's one for me, and I hope I don't
1: sound like I'm him. not on the full Burrow train yet. I I'd like to see him succeed. Yeah, but I'm not like oh Burrow's awesome. I really like Burrow. Yeah, Kyler, I'm different on.
0: It's everybody. weird because usually I'm not like the guy who like oh yeah the first overall pick he's my guy. So I feel a little weird about it. But but I, I like Burrow a lot when
1: i'm like like guys like sutton like i really like sutton yeah it's just certain guys that i really like and murray's one of them for sure toy our next type of vehicle is minivan woo you know minivans i don't think we're not going to match on this because i i put a i put a decent amount of thought into this and i like mine a lot okay okay minivan it's it supports bigger groups it's sure. built for more support carries it's, the team not in my words. <laughs> <laughs> if the team is
0: a bunch of soccer kids.
1: It's more supports a bear team. Sure, sure, sure. It's convenient. It's practical. like it's a uh, like bad rep, not necessarily bad rep, but like a lower rep when it's like actually pretty decent. And I like minivans. It's
0: it's very practical, but it's not like as popular as a sports car. I picked Randall Cobb. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna go with like an offensive line. No, <laughs> Ra-
1: Randall Cobb. He's never really been the main guy, but he's such a good support role. And even more so in later parts of his career, in his tenth season, he's a great support role where he is there. He fits in very well, and he helps everyone around him. Honestly,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, He's
1: reliable when you need him, and people just kind of look past him now. Still, like they don't think that much of him, but he's still putting up some decent numbers. And he, if he's he's a hell of a third, fourth string wide receiver, right? That he's a great, hell of a third, fourth string wide receiver. Beautiful eyes. Beautiful eyes. Even when he was he was the sixth best fantasy receiver in 2014, but Jordy Nelson was number three. So he's never even been that top guy. Yeah, even in the top six, he was not even the top guy on his team. That's incredible. But I, I just I Randall Cobb is a great supporting role player who is reliable when he's actually needed, like to step up. If a couple guys go down, you, you're left with Randall Cobb. That's still not terrible.
0: He also had a kid kind of recently. Like, not super recently anymore, but he had a kid recently, so, you know.
1: Kids fit in minivans. Yeah. You
0: don't want to put a kid in a sports car? You kidding me? It's dangerous. My minivan pick was actually on the same team. As I kind of alluded to as I, you know, interrupted you while you were talking, uh, my mind went to kind of like carrying the team there, right? Like the the, uh, minivan brings the team of soccer kids to the game or whatever. My mind went to Deshaun Watson of the Houston Texans. they has got a team of minivans. <laughs> He's a team of minivans. The Texans are, you know, sitting at a one and four record, which does not stand out on paper. The games have been, I think, it's been two one score games and two two score games that they've lost. But Deshaun Watson, if you've been watching, has kept these games competitive, pretty much entirely on his own, overcoming a bad offensive line, a bad coach that got fired. He keeps plays alive. So he gives you hope. And then with Bill Bell, uh, sorry, Bill O'Brien out of town. Watsons and the te- or Watson and the Texans. It should be the Watsons, really. Houston, maybe, maybe Houston Watsons. <laughs> yeah. Watson, Houston. We have a problem. I'm Sherlock Holmes. It's elementary, Watson. <laughs> we have an element. Okay. Anyways. This is Sherlock Holmes against <laughs> you where, There's, where, a, there's, there's like a, There's like an Apollo Eleven Sherlock Holmes joke in there somewhere, but we're not. Right. <laughs>
1: um, you let sweetest that, fancy Bruce pod. Sorry. If you can fix the punchline,
0: <laughs> let us know <laughs> the <laughs> pun. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I'm going with Deshaun Watson as my minivan, uh, pretty much for just, like, they, they're not, like, winning a bunch. I, I think they'll get better, but he's hes carrying that team to what they have been able to do so far.
1: I'd like to get inside him and have him take me to work, you know what I'm saying? Yes,
0: 100 I completely agree.
1: Yep. Next is the pickup truck. Mm-hmm. This is, I, with this one we might match on, it's pretty obvious.
0: I, I... I always hate when you say that. You just want
1: to say it on, on three. Let's yeah. see. Uh, three. I'm going to go backwards, though. Not on three. Three, two, one. We no, say it. No, I'm going to go up because I said it on three, so I got to stick to it. Okay, my one, word. two, three. We say it. Yeah. One, two, three. Derrick Henry.
0: Henry. Yeah. Oh. It's uh,
1: so obvious. He's <laughs> rugged, tough, strong, can carry a load in a big haul. That's Derek Henry. He carries the load for the Titans, and he's reliable whenever you need him to be. He's built like a truck, and is as tough as they come, and he can just he can plow through people. I also put a note buff. <laughs>
0: he's buff he's buff and that's like relative to all the other football players <laughs> yeah this is a big guy someone who can push people over this trucks... was the most obvious one trucks tow things right yeah you can tow a bunch of defenders on his back while he's running <laughs> um, you know I, I pictured the minivan as more of like the carrying the team thing but you can throw stuff in the back of the pickup truck and Derrick Henry can carry his team to a win once in a while for sure I, I literally even wrote how do you not go with Derrick Henry so good job Kyle hey okay, anyone tell us how his backup's doing this year What's the backup's name? Say anybody. the backup's
1: name. Anybody. Tell him. Tell who is who his backup is. You'll only know who he is if you drafted him in Dynasty. <laughs> Jacob. <Jake. laughs> Other than that, you don't know because you don't hear about him because you don't have to hear about him.
0: I'm going to look up how many... I'm just curious how many carries Darrington Evans has in his career so far backing up. I assume he's the backup. Uh, yeah, he is the second string. He had, well, He's had three games only.
1: He's, to be fair. At,
0: at this point in our recording, he's only had three games. Did he... Wait. Oh, yeah, because the pits... Oh, that's really old. Uh, yeah, so three games. He didn't play at all the first two games. He took three carries for nine yards in week three. So he's averaging
1: a carry a game, and he is their second string running back. Like, most second string running backs get, like, seven.
0: Right. Yeah, they're, they're involved <laughs> still weekly. But Derek Henry is just the guy you give the ball to every single time. So if you have a pickup truck, you don't need anything else.
1: We're two for three on getting them, getting, and this isn't one where it's like so easy to get right. Like yeah, the yeah. same. Well, that one was up. We're
0: definitely not going to get the last one right, but maybe this next one. Ooh, we'll
1: see. Kind of. So, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think we'll If get you think best. like me, you will. Junker Lemon is the next kind of car. <laughs> you know, that's, it's that car that you keep because it, it's paid off. Yeah. It, you paid it off and it still runs. It's always something wrong with it, really. It doesn't look great, but, hey, it gives you from A to B. Mm. And it's never going to be what it used to be. But it, it's it's a lemon. You don't have to pay anything for it except for repairs because you already paid it off.
0: I think I know who you're going to go with now.
1: Mine's Joe Flacco. Oh. You thought I was going to say Philip Rivers. I thought you were
0: going to say Adrian Peterson. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, I, I pick Joe
1: Flacco because he's never had a finish better than a QB12 in his in – his, Thirteen-year career, the
0: illustrious Super Bowl MVP career.
1: Still, he can still can play technically.
0: <laughs> he did last week. He had
1: 195 and a touchdown in the loss to Arizona, so he can still technically play. He can still do it when he needs to. Not well, but he can do it. <laughs> he finished the game. A was the start of the game. B was the end. He made it. Huh? <laughs> he, he was never amazing, but he took the Ravens to the playoffs six times and somehow won a Super Bowl. Still don't get it. I He's don't. Also know. MVP. I don't understand how that <laughs> happened. What happened? I need to look up. I just know. I just want to watch that whole year from the get go. I want to find all the Super games. Super Bowl
0: MVP, not NFL MVP.
1: No, no, I know, But I would still like to see what happened to all these other teams that the Joe <laughs> Flacco and the Ravens won the Super Bowl. Like, watch. I need to watch every single game of that season to fully understand how the fuck. Joe Flacco got Super Bowl MVP. Something was off. off.
0: I think the way he got Super Bowl MVP was the quarterback of the winning team. Oh, the electricity went out? That's not suspicious, Joe Flacco. (laughs) We know it was you now. Looking this up now, he was actually an electrician major in college. Oh, Joe. (laughs) I'm making that up. Also noted, if you look up his current picture for the
1: Jets, he looks like a lawyer. He doesn't even look like a football player. Look him up on, on, on Sleeper right now. Look up his picture. He does I, not look like a football player. He looks like he should be working for a law firm.
0: I don't think ju- uh, lawyers drive junkers, but he, he does look like... He does not look like a football quarterback. He does not look like a quarterback. He looks like he
1: works for a law firm.
0: Come to Manning, Manning, and Flacco. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll set you right with your injury
1: claim. But yeah, Joe Flacco's my junker in 11 because he can still technically play, but he's not <laughs> preferred by anyone.
0: So um, I took, I'm on the fence with not. Nah, I guess I'm on the fence with mine uh, with my junker. I took a lot of similar approaches. Uh, this is not something that's fancy or flashy. It is something that absolutely will get you from point A to point B, even if it isn't the most fun. I guess mine is a little more of a temporary. Maybe maybe your sports car is in the shop, you know, right now, and this is what you got to deal with. Handy dog. Um, my junker selection goes to Mike Davis. Okay. Uh, he's been absolutely fantastic in in substitution for Christian McCaffrey. But I don't have him anywhere, so I'm assuming. But I got to imagine it's one of those things where, you know, after his performances the last few weeks, maybe you're feeling better. But these last few weeks, you weren't feeling super confident putting him in your lineup. You're doing it because you have to, right? Mm -hmm. You have no other option. But Mike Davis has gotten you from a to b He's averaging 117 all-purpose yards and a full touchdown every single week in relief of McCaffrey when he's been the starter. And the Panthers are actually 3-0 without McCaffrey as the starter. So, my junker goes to Mike Davis. I actually wrote a note down as well. We were talking trade advice earlier. In my opinion, I would try to sell Mike Davis right now. Oh, yeah. McCaffrey is, he might even come back next week, they're talking about. <laughs> Go find the guy who owns Eckler or Nick Chubb. Like, See if you can just sell him. on like, okay, well, you, you might get a couple weeks. You know, that's good. You're, maybe they're really hurting. Uh, and maybe you get a de- halfway decent piece that you can play the whole rest of the season On the way back.
1: We'll know after today when we're recording if (laughs) if McCaffrey's coming back or not next week. If you're you have a record enough that you can push it off another week. Your record's good enough you can push it off another week. Don't risk it. Like, don't don't. That
0: that's what that's what my thought is. If my team is good enough that I can afford, like, damn, okay, let's say Mike Davis has a great week this week, or maybe next week and McCaffrey doesn't play, if I can take that hit to get a piece that I can use the rest of the season,
1: Mm -hmm. I'll do it. Our
0: last type
1: of car is
0: electric. It's electric.
1: Boot doo I do boop, do. You know the rest of the words? No,
0: no. Boot I can picture it in my head, but I cannot, like, progress. After uh, that's stop.
1: on the list of songs not allowed to be played at my wedding. Sure. No organized dance songs are allowed to be played at my wedding. Bruno Mars. Jackie just hates Bruno Mars <laughs> and that's why he's not a lot. I don't know what she has against him. I don't Natalie mind. Natalie had the I'm same a, thing. I'm not a huge fan, but I don't mind him at all.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like the exact same way. I don't seek it out, but I'm not like skipping the song when it comes on, but she, Natalie also did not like I like to hear a good played.
1: song featuring Bruno Mars, like beautiful girls all over the world. I could be chasing, but my
0: time would be wasted. They got nothing on you, baby. Here we go, wait. Nothing on you,
1: baby.
0: Remember that Super Bowl? <laughs> he was the halftime show. <laughs> um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we took a drink every time we heard that. And
1: it was there were so many commercials as well that he was in for that Super Bowl <laughs> where he was the halftime show. And so that every time we heard, oh, yeah, yeah, everyone had to, like, take a drink, and it happened a lot.
0: Oh, my goodness. And
1: then and then when it happened in the actual halftime show, we just downed it. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, he starts a,
0: oh, yeah, yeah, a, woo, <clears throat> best Super Bowl halftime show ever. Drink up. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Prince who? <laughs> oh,
1: Classic Bruno Mars. Electric car, environmentally friendly. Yep. It's rechargeable. Oh, okay. It's quiet. Uh, you either like them and have one, or you don't. It doesn't fit into any real category too much, because nowadays there's a ton of different types of... You can get yeah. anything electric yeah. at this point. It doesn't fit into too many, because there's a bunch of different... I put Taysom Hill. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, he doesn't have a set role. He just kind of does what's needed of him, and so there's. A, he doesn't fit anywhere where you can have all these different types of electric cars. He's usually pretty quiet, <laughs> yeah. but I can get electric for a play or two every now and then. And some teams are really starting to use his style more, with like Hertz and RG three, yep, those are the two best examples. I see, I see Hertz in for a couple plays every game.
0: He's gonna be in for more plays soon. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but I put Taysom Hill as the electric car because this one was hard.
0: Yeah, this, this <laughs> was a really tough one. I, I like my pick, so I had a lot of similar notes. Quiet. I, I put on like, as time goes, the battery starts to drain, so I didn't really include rechargeable. But as the season goes on, kind of losing some momentum, right? You know, definitely good for the environment, going green. So I went with Adam GaSe. He's <laughs> he's gone green as the. No, coach I'm pretty of...
1: sure electric cars have a future.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I didn't do that. <laughs> he's gone green as the coach of Gangreen. He's definitely quiet on the season, right? <laughs> he is one of the three uh, winless teams sitting at zero and five so far. And you want to know how good he is for the environment? Well, if the environment is the AFC East, it is very good. <laughs> Adam Gase is very good for the environment, for the teams that he plays, including the division mates that he has in the Patriots, the Bills, and the Dolphins. So Adam Gase is my electric car. I really tried... I was so into, like... Electric is, like, the name. Like, Alvin Gahr is electric. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Um, but, and I, I'm not, I mean, I have nothing I'm not trying to, like, insult electric cars with Adam Gates. <laughs> <laughs> if you can do something like that for the environment, I think that's great. Uh, and Adam Gates is doing his part to help out the AFC East.
1: Let us know on Twitter if you if we missed, like, the obvious one or if, like, you got a really good reasoning behind one. We want to know. We
0: think it would be cool. Yeah. I, I liked this player comp a lot. And we're also actually looking for ideas for player comps as well. So if you have something that's shaking it up a little bit but it still seems like a good idea to fit, you know, five or six players in, let us know. We'll we need Pokemon. We
1: do Pokemon soon. That would be, be a good cool.
0: That would be a lot of fun.
1: Let's move to the last part of our show with some Brews Clues.
0: All right.
1: I go first because you started last week and I got Mike Evans right away. I know, I think I guess. I always forget. And I
0: always am wrong. Do you want to go first? Oh, wait. No, you said you went first, so I'll go first.
1: No, I think I, you went first last time.
0: Okay. So you go first.
1: I don't remember. I always forget. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you his position right away. This wide receiver had his best season in 2017 with a team that he is no longer on. Okay. He finished as the wide receiver 17 in 17 (laughs) and had a career-high seven touchdowns. He has never had a 1,000-yard season, but is on pace so far this year to do so.
0: So he's been in the league at least a few years for sure. I'm going to assume that 2017 was not his rookie season either, although I suppose it could be seven touchdowns, wide receiver 17, and then on pace for 1,000 yards, but never had it. And he's also on a different team. You mentioned as well. Then he was
1: on seventeen. Yes. Okay.
0: I guess I'm kind of looking through this super fancy list graphic thing that we have. Super fancy list <laughs> graphic um, thing. I can't, can't even say it. That's a tongue twister. I can't. <laughs> I can't even say tongue twister. That's a tongue. Super. I'm done. Those beers are eight and a half. Shut up, eight. <laughs> I'm gonna say, without having looked at the full breadth of teams. John Brown.
1: Not John Brown. Clue two. (laughs) According to Fantasy Pros, he was being drafted as the number 57 wide receiver standard at the beginning of the season, but is currently the number 11. Okay. And has had three games with over 100 yards, but only one touchdown on the year back in week one.
0: Oh, I... I have a name. I feel. Really Fantasy good Bro, about. Fantasy
1: Pros had him at 57, but he's currently the 11. Had three games with over 100 yards so far. Only one touch on the year, though. Back in week
0: one. I am gonna say Robbie Anderson. Yes, it is. Ooh, all
1: right, Robbie Anderson. I. I one. like I like Robbie Anderson a lot. I think I don't know if it was on the real episode or a practice episode, but <laughs> at the beginning of the season. I'm pretty sure we were talking about the Panthers receivers, and I said I could easily see Robbie Anderson as being their number one. And I saw on Twitter – I don't know if it was you specifically, but I know on Twitter people were like, anyone who thinks Robbie Anderson is going to be number one is crazy. And I was like, I honestly could see it happening. Look what he did on the Jets. Yeah, he had bad gaze. Look what he did on the Jets. And I – from the get-go, I was – I just missed out on Anderson drafting him in my league by this yeah. much because I didn't think anyone would pay him any attention. I thought he would drop so far. Yeah. And he, he dropped pretty far and he was – it was the round I was going to take him. He got picked like two or three before me. But Robbie Anderson is putting together a hell of a season. I'm – I really like the guy and he's so under the radar, still so. But I, I'm just – like he's my favorite Panther easily. I, sure. I like Robbie Anderson a lot.
0: I, I mean like my opinion going into the season I think what I you know what I understood to be the general consensus was like okay it's DJ Moore and then who's it going to be Curtis Samuel or Robbie Anderson you could take your shot on whatever guy you want Curtis Samuel has not done much but he's a like he's a good football player for I'm, sure
1: I'm going to look back at my notes or even maybe listen in a, trying to find the spots
0: I'm going to find where I mentioned that for Robbie sure. Anderson and I'm going to be like this uh, and, and you know what's, he's, what's a, he's got almost 500
1: yards in the year, already right?
0: And he's a hell of a lot better at least as a fantasy receiver than DJ Moore is so far this year, too. He's the one. Good on you, Robbie Anderson on the year so far. He was somebody you could pick up and off of of waivers after you know the first couple weeks as well. Proud of you, Robbie Anderson. I'm really digging your vibe, bro. All right, so my Bruise Clues guy. I'm going to be in the position right away as well. Uh, So far this year, this tight end has missed a few games. Uh, also missed a good chunk of last year as well. But outside of that, they have not missed a game in their entire career. So
1: missed. Oh, so besides a bunch of games, they haven't missed uh, any
0: games. Uh, they missed a few this year. They missed a bunch last year. They have played every single game in their entire career before that.
1: Never missed before that. <laughs> Great.
0: <laughs> uh, and then additionally, he's got one receiving touchdown so far this year, which actually makes him on pace to match his current career high in receiving touchdowns, which is four
1: um i'm just going through who's missed games you know what just for the sake of it i'm just gonna go ahead and say my first one is with David and joku
0: you're correct (laughs) fuck yes (laughs) i (laughs) was so i was looking back at
1: i'm killing (laughs) it man Uh,
0: i was looking back at players i've done already and I've, i've only done one tight end so i figured i'd do a tight end and when you, whoever your fucking low guy was, Hooper or something, I was like, fuck, Kyle's going to get this. Because <laughs> I was, like, I was yeah. looking
1: at Njoku stuff. He had he had one catch last week, <laughs> and he's been, I, I did yeah. do
0: some Njoku reverse
1: <laughs> He scored week
0: one. And you, if you somehow had missed it with this, the first clue, you would have got it with the second one, I think.
1: What was the second clue?
0: The tight end, this tight end has remained on the same team for their entire career. Uh, mm-hmm. However, they're competing for touches with a new. So he's not like always been yeah. the top guy. But I added like this year he's c- competing with a new face to the tight end depth chart this year, uh, which I figured you would get that. I was hoping because like in the same division is like not the Ravens but the Steelers. Ebron, have like Eric Ebron. yeah, yeah. So I, I
1: I wrote I wrote down Njoku. I wrote down Herndon, mm-hmm. uh, and I wrote down Uzoma.
0: Oh sure, nice, yeah. Um, but
1: and I I was just looking at the AFC honestly, and I was I was pretty confident on Njoku, so I just kind of went with it and with this new
0: infographic, I'm going to start picking like teams around here. <laughs> so, you're you're not even
1: you're not even given easy clues. No. I'm just like I I'm just getting lucky with what I've looked up and things are just clicking for me honestly. Maybe
0: we're getting better at hey, this. Hey, you whole... did
1: pretty good getting Robin a. Anderson and two. I thought I yeah. wasn't giving enough clues. I thought I was kind of like I needed a little something else in my clues, but you obviously got it after two. I, I probably would have got
0: that the next time around too cuz it wouldn't be a like Falcons Panthers Saints three, Bucks cuz it's not the you can roll the Bucks and Falcons right away. Mm-hmm. It's not Michael Thomas, yeah. No, those those were good. We're doing great. But yeah, I, I do think you got a little uh it was it was nice that you had looked into Hooper on the same team
1: right. Um before. on the season for Bruce Clues, I
0: think Oh yeah, we were wondering. I'm up by four or five. Let me, I'm pulling That would be up. awesome, because I I would assume I was losing by more than that. there's the just, week I got a goose egg? Yes, that's true. But you've had a few weeks where you've got it on the first try. I don't think I've ever got it on the first try. Or you've got at least two Yeah, you two did weeks. once. I'm, okay, I'm up 18 to 12,
1: so I'm up six. Okay. I'm up gotcha. 18 to 12, obviously very doable for you. You got the, on week eight, you got it right away. Nice. Um, I wonder who that was. I can look it up right now. I got my episode eight.
0: Oh, that's smart.
1: My I got guy, the smart
0: guy. My week eight was um, Jerick McKinnon.
1: Oh yeah, I don't think I got that.
0: That was a right. uh, that was
1: a good oh one. DK Metcalf.
0: Oh yes, I remember that. Yeah, you got that one right away. We still don't have a, a like a prize slash punishment, do we? No. Well, we should sure probably figure that out. It's not because I'm losing, but we already started. We might as well just... <laughs> <laughs> now. We'll, we'll do something. You should still tweet us if you have an idea. Uh, we'll try to do something we haven't. I put done up... I put up, Maybe go- it... I put up four goose
1: eggs, you put up two.
0: Wow, really? I've some you four No, you times. put up three.
1: You put up three goose eggs, I put up four, but I've also gotten four right on the first, and you've gotten one right on the first. So I'm... I mean I'm like a boomer bust guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Apparently, you know, here, here's a thought on the air. We we've done one or two things already where like the, a jersey was the, the, yeah. the prize. But we could do like a jersey oh,
1: Recap of last week, Mike lost the competition and I got to pick any jersey for him to buy oh, yeah. of a current player on their current team. I had a couple in mind. Who are the who are a couple I threw out there? I threw oh, out there God, I don't remember. I was, um, I was I, thinking oh, a Trubisky. One.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, I already have Burr's jersey.
1: Trubisky was an option. I think I was thinking Uh, Darnold, I was looking at Philip Rivers.
0: Oh yeah, I remember you mentioning that.
1: I was looking at who else was I looking at?
0: Anyone you would love to laugh?
1: Any funny one? Like any any funny? (laughs) Most bears. But I settled on, and I as soon as I said it, I knew it was the one. (gasps) Jason Witten on the Raiders. Oh no. Mike will be the proud owner and wearer during Raiders games of the Jason Witten jersey.
0: It sucks so bad because I don't have a Raiders jersey at all yet and I love Josh Jacobs on my dime. <laughs> <laughs> I want a Josh Jacobs jersey. Oh, man. So
1: that was his punishment for losing last week. We'll have to get, uh, we'll have to think. This, I think, let's we'll call it right now. We're going to decide it before I, we get any further into the season and I really run away with it. Um, <laughs>
0: what? Because I'm up 18-12. If it's a jersey thing, it could be like somebody that you got right or wrong or somebody that I, if, if you win, it has mm-hmm. to be I get you. I feel like it's gonna be bigger nine, since this is like this that. is a
1: this is a competition season long. For season long. It's got to be something, and the off season. It's got to be something big. We'll we'll brainstorm a little bit tonight, and we'll figure it out. But and you got any? This is a good
0: episode. Final final notes. I'm uh, definitely happy to know what the score is. I tried listening back to Bruce Clues parts of episodes like, like you you've been keeping track, which is good. And we hadn't set the score for a while, so it, it's good to we should make sure to include that every time. But, you know, I I think it was a great episode. I was super proud of myself. I had all my notes done before Kyle even got here, which is pretty impressive. And there's a few more of these beers left that are in a nice ABV. feels good.
1: I'll be presumptuous and say Titans 4-0. Really excited about that. Big game from Derrick Henry.
0: What about tonight's game? Saints.
1: Saints Chargers. Yes. Yeah, how'd that go, guys?
0: The Saints... I hope they another surprising loss. Yeah, I don't think the Saints are shit. Justin Herbert looks legit, and Keenan Allen catches 15 balls. 17. Okay. Go Pats. Tighten up.
1: It's been an interesting season so far. We're going to watch some football. Catch you guys next week.
0: We'll see you after week six. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Fantasy Brews podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Brews Pod. You can also follow us to download our episodes every week on any of your favorite podcasting services like Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Thanks again for listening. Have a beer for us on Sunday.